I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sense Call-Ups. From a studio away from the air horns of an occupied downtown Ottawa, welcome to Season 10, Episode 8 of The Sense Call-Ups for Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. I'm Cardinal, Bannock and Ucker here as well. The Senators continue to play well for the most part. We're getting players back from injury, so something else has to go wrong. And of course it has, just not in the arena. We'll date to see what happens in the arena. Boys, I got to say, it's really nice and quiet out here. Yeah. <laughs> really nice Nothing and quiet. Nothing ever happens in Bridalwood. <sighs> I live in downtown, as it's been well documented. So I've been living through the occupation for the better part of almost two weeks now. It's, um, yeah. To say it's been fun would be an absolute lie. I'm sure for the people who like to come down to the protests on the parties on Friday and Saturday night, they're having a great time. But for those of us who have to live through this garbage, not so much. You mean you weren't out with your barbecue, grilling some meat, handing mm, it out? No, I almost got uh, a call to escort the daughter of a friend of mine. Oh, jeez. Because mm. she was, um, I, I hesitate to use the word attacked. She was accosted, accosted pushed, shoved, and followed. Seriously, eh? Yep. Hearing those kind of stories, because they're wearing masks, you're going to the yes. job yeah. and that kind of stuff. She yeah. was wearing a mask and going to work. Exactly yeah. right. There's yep. Mushu ice cream, some of that? Yes, that's the one on um, Bank Street at uh, yep. not Flora. Yeah, because okay. yeah, they ended up closing, posting that they closed. Yeah. Because one of their... The owner. Work, it was the owner? The owner. I thought it was one of the workers that was going there, masked, got assaulted. And like, forget it. Yeah. I believe it's the owner and she's Asian. And okay. it was it was assaulted, and you're the cause of all this, and you know all sorts of racist crap to go with it. Yeah, yeah. So you're protesting for freedom, mm-hmm. but you don't want somebody else to wear a mask. No, because that assaults freedom my based freedom. On my opinion. That is, you wearing a mask assaults my freedom, because then you're trying to make me wear one. I guess. Oh, hold on, garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's not far off. I'm not in a great mood. Uh, I'm better than I was on the weekend. On the weekend, I was in a very, very that bad spot. Brutal. Um, I'm better now, um, but it's not. It's not good. Like the Ugh. bottom line is, this is this is not a great place to be. <sighs> but and we have hockey. To they're talk not about. honking at night now, right? They're not honking. Yeah. Oh, because of the injunction. There's an injunction. Yes. Thank you um, to a 21 year old little girl. Yeah. Who. Found the right people to work she with wants. and argued it properly and got it. So wow. we'll see where that goes. Yep. So Even it, though uh, the city didn't want to look at it. A 21-year-old citizen yep. figured it out and the entire city council could not? Well, well, it's not up to council. It's up to the mayor. Or well, the police. Well, she got a court injunction. And, yep. Because that way people... Now, it's... 
they, the city has also, I saw it today, they've upped uh, bylaw fines for uh, mm-hmm. public fires, noise, idling. horns, and idling. And mm-hmm. they've upped them to $1,000. Correct. And people could be arrested and mm-hmm. maybe fined. We'll see. Maybe if it, they actually start doing it. I mean, I wouldn't want to be the city of Ottawa worker who's going around assessing bylaw fines. No. Not without a police escort. Yeah, that could get well, dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Because it is dangerous down there. It is. It I is. mean, it's no, down. It's, it's peaceful, though. This is downtown where I've lived for well nigh on 30 years that I have never mm-hmm. in my life felt was dangerous. Mm-hmm. Ever. And I can walk. I mean, I won't go to the market at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday because I'm not an idiot. Um, but that's also annoying. Not Dang. Well, no, it can, it can, it can be, be dangerous. dangerous. Um, and you're saying that having... But that's this kind of crossfires. Well, exactly. That's just stupidity. This is just stupidity written in, you know, 5,000-point font. And you were down there when the uh, assailant, the shooter, got into the uh, parliament buildings and Nathan I was. Cirillo was killed. I, I was actually... Yeah. Um, I was working at home that day, and I didn't know initially that it had happened. Mm-hmm. And I went outside uh, for some fresh air. I just needed a break. And downtown was empty because it had been locked down. Mm-hmm. And it was empty on a scale normally reserved for Christmas morning. Yeah. That's how em- yeah. like nothing was going on. I'm looking around going. Like a zombie movie. Yeah, I Did I miss something? And the cars were flying because nobody wanted to stick around. Yeah. It was it was just nothing. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so I found out what had gone on. I'm like, I'm going to go back inside now. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is far like. Even then, that wasn't even close to what this is. This is, this is an occupation. I mean, it's the mob. Mentality. I know this isn't hockey. Sorry, this is just <laughs> what I've been living with for the past two weeks. Oh, but everybody's interested. Yeah. Well, on and, my and even for the people that are saying it's like, well, it's just like any other protest. No, it's not. It's not. No, I've lived through protest after protest. I've I've actually been in the middle of what could have been a, a bad protest years ago on Laurier. It, I was walking along Laurier, and suddenly there was a protest all around me because they ended up at a building with a, I think, an embassy in it. And it was an angry mob. Uh, I can't remember what the protest was about, but it was like, this is volatile, but not anywhere close to this scale. Mm-hmm. And we will get to hockey in a minute. I'm sorry. Of all um, times for us not to have a sinkhole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on our last episode, I was going up to the cottage and I was a little worried about driving up um, mm-hmm. up Seven. to it. And I was going, I was worried about driving up the Ontario side because of everybody meeting just outside yes. our prior. Um, the day that I was leaving, um, the news was very jumbled, and the bridges, there was, there was sort of disconnected reports about the bridges being blocked. I'm like, well, I'm not tangling with one of those. I am going up the Ontario side. And it was fine till we got to Arnprior because it's a divided, limited access highway. Mm-hmm. But just after Arnprior, it goes back to being a two-lane road. From that point to the other side of Renfrew, mm-hmm. where I turn off to go across uh, to Quebec at Portage du Fall, um, I could go all the way at Pembroke, but I don't because um, it takes longer. Um, every single intersection, and I'm not exaggerating, every single intersection of a road coming up to Highway 17 was full of trucks and like tr- pickup trucks for the most part, but excavating units, uh, bonfires the size of like probably 20 feet high in the fields next to them, wherever. And this was every single intersection all the way up to Renfrew and mm. past Renfrew. And I'm like, I just want to get out of here. That's all I wanted to do. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, 
I felt out of place because I drive a Volkswagen. I don't drive a pickup truck, so I wasn't <laughs> part of everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. It was a non-issue. I got through, um, and it was fine. But that was just the beginning of what's happening now. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll be what grinds my gears later on, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. I only imagine. Yeah, <laughs> it's been fun. No, that's not the word I'm thinking. Um, we have games to talk about. We have news to talk about, both the Senators and around the league. Before we start, quick housekeeping. Email is podcast at sensecoops.com. I don't think we have any, do we? I haven't checked, to be honest. Um, we do. We do. Oh, okay, so how much attention I've been paying this week. Uh, the forums are at sensecoops.com. Bingo is going strong. Um, very strong in some in some uh, particular game threads. And the waiver wire, sponsored by Netphone Canada, is one eight four four SCU SCNS. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Corona and whatever it is the Canucks drinking that I can't read from here. True North. True North. Oh, the, that's right. True North. Uh, Evergreen. Evergreen Brewing. True North Cerveza. We've had those before. They're great. Yeah. Go. Game on. There's another horn for you. Well, there are train horns in downtown. There, aren't, though. there weren't just truck horns. There were train horns as well. So, yeah, I'm not really fond of them either at the moment. And I love trains. Hmm. Oh, this is my part. Mm-hmm. I can sit back and drink beer for a little while. Six games. All right. So just try to keep uh, or try, try to find names and keep repeating again. So Canes at Sense, 3-2 shootout loss. Stepan from Skay. Shay, they call Ganyemi. <laughs> the the pronunciation is totally S K J E I. Nick Paul, unassisted. Formanton from Mete and Gaudet. Nita Ryder from Slavin and Trocheck. What? What was the score of this game? Three uh, two shootout loss. Oh okay. So Paul and Formanton were the goals on this one. Matt Murray twenty seven saves on twenty nine shots. Two for three in the shootout. Don't forget the Hurricanes are probably a cup contender. Mm-hmm. Next game, Ducks at Sens with a 2-1 loss. Excuse me. Raquel from, uh, I can't read, Manson, I think, and Steele. And it's from Thompson and Shabbat. Terry from Getzlaff. Forsberg, 18 saves on 20 shots. That was an overtime loss, was it not? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think my notes were wrong. Okay, the notes are definitely wrong then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I didn't put this game in there. <laughs> All right. Okay, so, um, yeah. So Forsberg got 18 saves on 20 shots. It's pretty good. John Gibson, 44 saves on 45. We, we could have won this game mm. if it wasn't for him. He was stellar. And then, of course, someone who used to be on the radio used to or started to say that uh, Sens just can't score. Hmm. 44 shots on net there. Anyways, next. Oilers at Sens, 3-2 overtime win. And that overtime winner, my boy. Shabbat from uh, Kachuk and Sanford. McDavid from Bouchard and Yamamoto. Paul from Sanford and Brandstrom. Nurse from Ryan and Hyman. Stutzel from Brady and Shabbat in overtime. And boy, was that a pretty goal. That was a goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, they can score them. Yeah, Matt Murray, 37 saves on 39 shots. Yeah. Next game, Sens at Islanders, a four-one loss. I don't think I watched this one, or I was probably doom scrolling. One of the two. 
I was uh, listening to this game while I was uh, working on something else. This entire game, I was playing bingo with everybody in the forum. One dab. (laughs) My card had one dab for the entire game. I don't remember what the dab was. I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Holden from Ennis and Kachuk. Beauvillier from Parise and Nelson. Wasserman from Sharon Dobson. Burzal from Mayfield. Pelich from Mayfield and Pajot. Forsberg, 26 saves on 30 shots. Devils at Sens, 4-1 win. Heeshear from... Uh, this was a fun game, actually. Uh, Heeshear from Bratt and Severson. Paul from Brown and Formington. Holden from Sanford and Kaslick. His first NHL point. And I think his second NHL game. Gaudette from Shabbat and Tierney. Brown from Paul and Zub. Murray, 32 saves on 33 shots. Again, good goaltending. There you mm. go. Last game. Canes at Sens with a 4-3 win. Got a little bit dicey at the end there. A little bit. Uh, Kachuk from Stutzel and Holden. Formington from Brown and Paul. Kachuk from Stutzel and Holden. If you might. was t- two different goals. So, you know, Tierney unassisted. Sell high. Svechnikov uh, from Niederreiter and Stahl. Trocek from D'Angelo. Surprised he was actually at the game and not downtown. Forsberg, 42 saves on 45 shots. That was the game with the two goals nine seconds apart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there was also a triple that was bingo. The start of the car. Kathy got a triple bingo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> three separate bingo, like three separate lines on the same card. Everything is happening. And somebody else got a double bingo. I'm sorry I didn't write down yeah, who it was. F- that was a fun game, too. Yeah. Especially because everyone's ripping on, sh- on Kachuk for not scoring, and then two. <laughs> Another sellout, too. Mm-hmm. Sold the whole place? Yeah. All, all the tickets? All the tickets all. available. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, it's, it's a lot of people. I knew three people that got tickets to that game. And they're all normally in the 300s. So, so they're moving them down. Or are they even but assigning? Because, well, they don't want to open up the top load. No, right? no, I understand that. And then they're moving them down, and that's great and everything else because you're getting a little bit extra value. But I thought that the way that the email was written was... We're just going to keep picking the people like top tier for payment and then work our way down from there. Oh, so the, I so think the I first time, like, but I don't know if it is anymore. Or is there no demand for it because nobody wants to deal with the garbage that's going on outside? Maybe. Um, I would have gone Well, there wouldn't be week. that many people coming from downtown, would there? You know, you can always protest the restrictions of not allowing me in because it's only 500. Oh, has that been happening? No. No, oh. but. Oh, brother. This is the one I, ju- we did I just then. wanted. I, I, I would have gone this week, but I recall when they, how they did, there was the first game. It was the Edmonton game. Mm-hmm. They just did a single game. Do you want to come? We're going to do a lottery. Didn't win that lottery. Uh, and then the next stone was like seven games in a row, basically all of them up till when they open up at the end of February. And please rank which ones in order of preference you want to go to in person. Well, I'm about to head on vacation, so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like it'd be like one one nine 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 nine, you know, yeah. right? And I didn't want to take the chance, so I just didn't respond. Well, yeah, because you would get tickets for while you're away. Because yeah. of the course it works. <laughs> I'm sure I could find Freaking someone, typical. but still, yeah. like forget it. Yeah. No, so you haven't so been to busy. one then? Yeah, I've been too busy. This no, I've, we have been yeah. since December. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just keep giving me credits for next year. It's probably fun. Yeah. They're going to be a great team next year. Uh, well, if it keeps going the way yeah. they are right now, absolutely. 
goaltending. So in these games, six games, four, one, one. Anaheim game that we could have won and if it wasn't good for teams. John Gibson. Yep. We've got five points out of a possible six against Carolina this year. I was going to say that's two. I don't yeah. think we've gotten five points against Carolina in the last 12 right. years. Well, certainly not wins in Carolina, let alone wins yeah. against Carolina. Um, so, yeah, so you, you had that Anaheim game and a shootout loss. Not, not bad. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not Forsberg, not bad. 86 saves on 95 shots in three games. 2-1-0 record. 9.05 save percentage. Matt Murray. Sell high? No. Well, <laughs> Who would? Yeah, I mean. Keep. But Matt Murray, 96 saves on 101 shots. 9-5-0. Wow. That's a hell of a save percentage. So that conditioning stint worked? Sure did. Clearly. I'm not complaining. Not bad. No. Entertaining. Well, except for that one game, but entertaining, mm-hmm. promising. Yes, and when you not con- sold but promising. And when you consider that there are still quite a number of key players who are out with injury, and mm-hmm. this is being done with, I, I don't, I mean, like no Nick disrespect. Nick Paul's our second line center right now. I think it's being done with say. some replacement yes. parts, some depth parts. Yeah. Nick that- Paul's all over that list. Yep. Yes. So is Sanford and Holden. Came up a lot. Holden's been so good. Well, Nick Holden extended one year at one point three million. Yep, even though yeah. he doomed us because he jinxed it. He jinxed it. Mm-hmm. What are the reasons that he wanted to uh, stay in, in in Ottawa? He's comfortable here, and he likes how Canada has handled COVID. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> and here's a protest. <laughs> occupation, occupation is not a protest. It's an occupation. It's an occupation, mm-hmm. or a hostage taking, depending on how you want to look at it. I cannot remember when your kids were young. And when they didn't get what they wanted, so they'd have a fit in the mall and lie down on the ground. Oh, yeah. Remember how you always gave in to them? Always. Always, yeah, because it's just what works, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it makes them stop. Uh. Oh, that was sarcasm. Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> we'll, it, we'll keep talking hockey for a little while. And it always works efforts. when you sit Listen. down and, well, tell me how you're feeling. Let's negotiate over what this is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe Trudeau should meet with the terrorists. Nope. No, because that gives legitimacy to an illegitimate cause. Right. Nope. Blanchett was my favorite one. Someone asked him about that after, after the terrorists said that they would go into coalition with the Bloc and the Conservatives and the NDP. And after his press conference, first question is like, "So would you would you look look to meet with him?" No. <laughs> nope. That was it. And then he nope. was talking about sovereignty. <laughs> Something else. It's it's kind of eerie as to how much I agree with the um, the block on a lot of things. <laughs> well, if they weren't, say, but only for Quebec is like, but this would be good for everyone. If only if they, for Quebec. If they weren't separatists, I wouldn't mind some of their, pro, their, their yeah. positioning. They have a lot of really good positions. But they're separatists, so. Sorry. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> you got that one little key I can't even vote here. for you if I wanted to. Exactly. Some, uh, one actually sends related piece of news uh, about this whole occupation that's going on. Uh, it came to light, I think, early this week when you copied me on a tweet or something. That the senators are paying their store employees in the Rio oh, Center yes. and the Byward Market uh, because the stores are closed because yeah, of the. It's uh, only the one at Byward Market. They don't have one at Rito. They don't have one at Rito anymore. No, no, it's oh. just at the radio station. 
Yeah, a oh, long time ago they had okay. one. There, okay, but. okay, yeah, I, I remember. It's Carlingwood Plastorleans. Okay, rink. so it's the store um, in the Byward Market that's closed. Correct. Okay, and good on them. You know, points where points are doing, as far as I'm concerned. Um, quick other, a couple of quick hits. Josh Norris was injured in one of those Carolina games. Yes. Ridiculous. And well, the news apparently is not as bad as first thought. He uh, he may he will likely be back in the next few weeks because after consultation with the surgeon who did the surgery on his shoulder last time. Ah, uh, okay. It's surgery it's is like, not needed. Okay, good. it's not. It's so this is like what surgeon are they talking about? Uh, the one uh, the, the one who did the surgery last time. It's like no, it's it's more like I don't I don't want to quote, but it's it's almost more like a soft tissue thing. It's not. It, it's inflamed more than like it's it's sore but it's not it's not needing surgery it's something mm-hmm. that will repair itself and needs time that's i've, not I've got serious. a thought on the sense injuries but i'm gonna hold it to a future talking point that's coming up okay okay um i'm not sure which talking point you're talking no about. don't worry it'll come up naturally. all right um neat little uh i was listening to the radio yesterday or the day before i don't remember which day it was um i think it might have been yesterday troy mann the coach of belleville mm-hmm um, they do some of their own advanced stats work, um, semi by hand. Like they just do it themselves. They don't have somebody hired out to do this. Cheaper that way. Well, no, they're looking for stats that aren't normally yeah. tracked. They're yes. looking at other things. Like they'll actually go through tape and make notes. And over time, they will take these notes and put them together and draw some conclusion out of them. The one that People I on Twitter was... do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they just draw random stats. Out of them. <laughs> um, war. <laughs> What's war? What is it good for? Wins against policemen. What? What value you bring versus the average player? Yeah. Okay. Um, the one that was interesting was um, up to the All Star game break. Alex Formanson had 19 breakaways in 38 games. That's a breakaway every other game. Remember Kelly and Vermette on the penalty kill? Yes. Yep. Unfortunately for Russell, it's Chris <laughs> Kelly on the <laughs> But he and But yeah, they were just stellar together. But things turned around for, for Russell. Yeah, eventually. But the the point is that I mean he was getting these early in the season when he wasn't scoring on them mm-hmm. and now he's starting to score. And mm-hmm. he can still do this. Yep. On a penalty kill or on a power play or on a whatever. Mm-hmm. He's got that kind of speed and skating skills to put himself in the clear like that that's a pretty cool and, stat. and, and hockey's hockey and hockey IQ. sense yeah yeah he's very very smart player so yes yeah, is when he starts to get those goals but also with that on the penalty kill when shane pinto's back next year and you put the two of them together oh boy it's gonna be fun oh i'm all for it yeah i'm looking forward to it um i don't know what talking point you're looking to go to you you go with it eugene Okay. I don't know anything about that. That's not my writing. Oh. <laughs> Somebody else wrote that. It's in green. So, again, with the lobby, I think he's going to shut his mouth now because it's too controversial. But Eugene ended up hiring scientists to argue the attendance numbers to the province. So when it was like 500 people. Oh, as in he wants them raised. Yes. Okay. So he's hired a bunch of forensic people to look into this? Correct. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Advanced stats? CSI. (laughs) CSI 2.0.
That oh. was the origin of us using that sound effect. Absolutely, it was. It was when Carlson got oh injured, yes, and then and Melnick hired the forensic. Yep. Um, and then we started CSI using Melnick. We, we started using it for bad uh, David Caruso moments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was thinking is okay. Yeah, Melnick's not going to change the government of Canada or province of Ontario requirements. <laughs> no uh, matter what Randy Hillier tries. <laughs> no matter what, just because they're the government and they'll be stubborn even if you gave them evidence that they were wrong. Uh, but uh, he should in, use these investigators, this uh, forensic people and scientists, to look at softer boards because how many injuries have happened of just falling into the boards. It seems like every time a player goes down into the boards, but a foot or two away from it, uh, they're gone. Yeah. So like Pinto. And Pinto uh, was open ice. And then he slid. Drake Batherson. I mean, yes, Batherson he was, tri- was he was tripped or bummed, mm. but, but uh, yeah, the Norris. That, and yeah. I mean, there's always a reason, but every time it's like, you should put this money into a way of more forgiving boards to prevent injuries right across the league, let alone your own team. <laughs> the, the thing is that they are more forgiving now than that they were in the 80s. Yeah, 90s. they move a lot more, that's for sure. Yeah. But, or they could just invest it in, I don't know, better refereeing to make, have, you know, better penalty calls for things like this. I don't know. I think those, they just bumped into each other. I, 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 yeah. For Norris. For Norris, perhaps, but not for Batherson. No, Batherson was garbage. Yes. Hot. Anyway, so so with that, I think um, Arendell, Jamie McLennan himself, didn't he? Well, he, he got a himself a three-game suspension, suspension, and now he's in the minors. Oh, so he won't be able to serve it until he comes back up here. Correct. Yeah. Well. So he might have ended himself. Oh, well. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Well, for what he's done. Sorry. Well, actually, not Sorry. You did it, pay the price. And if you have to wait to pay the price and nobody wants to re-sign you because of it, oh well. Hmm. Go play in Europe or something. This is self-inflicted. This isn't something that somebody has done to you. You did it to yourself. Um, anything? Like, it, we don't have that much to talk about the centers because things have been going reasonably well. I can't keep up with oh, the games. Really. I can't keep <laughs> there up are, with the games There are a lot of them, to be certain. I've been trying to put in game notes uh, when yeah. I can remember. I'm okay with that. I'm not watching Olympics much. No, no, I'm not. I've been, I've been keeping the women's track. games on. Ooh, my ten moved. Your ten move? My, well, ten I think moment? they play oh. at eight o'clock in the morning. Did you on oh. Friday? Oh, okay. follow the news. The Canadian women's hockey team is set to play the uh, well, the Russian team, and the Russian team didn't report their COVID numbers, so the game was postponed mm. at least an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I guess. My interpretation is that I get they they weren't going to release them, so they decided to pr- go ahead with the game. But you have to wear masks. Everybody does, yeah. Everybody did, and then Russia didn't in the third period. But well, they didn't in the third period after the numbers were released between okay. the second and third. Oh, okay. And then Canada said we're going to continue with them. But mm-hmm. isn't there one Russian player that has COVID? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They've now. They're. they're I think it's one of their top players. Actually, has now been. Did you believe data in out of Russia? <laughs> so yeah. Good. And speaking of COVID and the Olympics, uh, Jake Sanderson, is he still in the U.S.? I, th- I think he's so. still in the U.S. So. I think so. Because he tested positive. Yeah. So he has to clear quarantine on this side of the Pacific before he can go over to the other side. Just stay home, Jake. Well, hey, he's got his get-out-of-jail-free card after he gets well, I guess if it. he's recovered, but... Hmm. Well, even at that, it's China. 
Wow. Is the Finnish suddenly, captain? Yeah, suddenly you're positive That's, again. Oh, I wonder how that happened. Yep, yeah, because I think that the captain of the Finnish team was quarantined for like 19 days over there. Mm. You can test positive on most molecular tests for up to three months. It's China. Mm. It's China. It, it, well, that's my point. They're just going to pull a test. Now you're positive, and you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah like 19 days. Is it, can I at least leave the country then? No. No. <laughs> no. IOC agreed between three to five weeks. <laughs> yeah. Of terrible food, apparently. Terrible food, no internet. Crap bed. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to make sure that they're not having a good experience and we'll be playing like crap when they get out. Yeah. There you go. We'll see, we'll see what happens. KHL's canceled the rest of their uh, regular season, eh? Really? That. No. So they, they've canceled the regular season. They're moving into playoffs when they're back from the Olympics to get the season done with. Wow. Wow. Because things are heating up politically. Mm. And today, Canada told any Canadians in the Ukraine. GTFO? Leave Ukraine if you can. Yikes. Oh, the world is just getting better and better by the minute. Mm -hmm. Oh, the senators are doing well and the rest of the world is doom and gloom. So great. We always have something to doom and gloom about. (laughs) Always something to doom and gloom about, I suppose. Uh, anything else, Senators, you want to talk about? But there's just, just don't have that much to talk about, to be honest. I'm really happy with the team. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the happy point of my life compared to everything else these days. Um, some stuff from around the league. We can we have a couple of interesting things to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, today, um, the Montreal Canadiens fired Dominic Ducharme, the coach that, who was the interim coach who took them to, to the Stanley Cup final last year and who they gave a three-year contract to last February. Waste of cash, eh? Waste of money. Well, do cash. So they fired him, and they've hired, as another interim coach, <laughs> um, they've hired as an interim coach. Was an interim coach? Yep, for the rest of the season. Oh. Martin Saint-Louis. Which I thought was interesting on a number of different points of view. The fact that he's not a coach. He is a coach. He's been coaching a peewee team this year. Okay. Sure. So that's his experience coaching. He has Hopefully no... They, they don't like, have tall expectations for him. Oh, big, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a saint. He'll, he'll, he'll redeem himself. There's a ledge behind... Like, they stand on a platform behind the bench, so they're up above them anyway, so oh. you won't know. <laughs> but... Right. but he has no coaching experience in the NHL, AHL, anything like that at all. But he can speak both languages. More interesting, though. Star power. Star power. Yep. But this is a player who openly said, I do not want to play in Montreal. <laughs> he did. Taxes. Well, near the end. Play. Pressure. Wrong. Pressure is a francophone. Play, but though. At the end, at the end of his career, it was like, oh, do you want to get traded in Montreal? No. He also wanted to go. Well, he only wanted to go to the Rangers. But and he wanted to go to a cup contender. Yeah, I don't think Montreal was there, anyways. But he didn't. He, he but, but he had yeah. said even when he was signing as a free agent, no, I don't want to. I don't want to play there. That's fine. Okay, but now you're going to go and coach there. Yeah, you're going. And I mean, to be honest, very there's brave move on his part. Very so brave. Few... Is it a sink or swim? Well, I don't think it's a sink or swim. He can't possibly swim. That team is a dumpster fire. So there's no negative to him then? Well, he's not going to be able to turn it around and make it into a winning team overnight the way that Ducharme did last year. But what Because it's just such a mess. Did 
Did Ducharme turn that team into a contender last year? Well, they played better under him than they did under... Gary Price turned that team into a contender. And mm. it and Shea Weber. Both glaring. Of, and both it of them are gone. glaring. True. So those, it's a good thing Seattle didn't take When them. you don't have two Hall of Famers. Not there. It's But it's glaring as to how much those two meant to the team. Oh, very and much so. Especially Gary Price. Very much so. And but defense. I don't. I don't think it's a win-win. I don't think it's a winning situation for Marty Sandlby at all. I don't all. think it's a not lose. Oh, I hope he gets another chance somewhere else when they don't renew his contract after the end of this year. Should get Guy Boucher. Oh, someone will grab him. I hope so. They really should get Guy Boucher or Patrick Wah. The other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're still. You're just keying him. Oh, up. it would just be so great. How do you How do you put out a dumpster fire? Oh, kerosene. That's what you do. You pour kerosene <laughs> on you it. Just park your truck on. It. Um, the The one synergy that I think would work well for Montreal. Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki. Small players. Who better learn from than Martin St. Louis? Mm-hmm. There's that. But the rest of the team has to be playing better, and they need goaltending, and they need <laughs> a whole lot of other things. Including to get they out do. of... They need to get out of underneath some very, very big contracts, too. Yeah, if Jeff, they want to Jeff Petrie's an easy trade. He's an easy trade. Tyler Foley, possibly. If somebody wants to take that on. Yeah, just the terms are weird, right? Exactly. But yeah, Toffoli's got three years left. Petrie has how many? Two, Two would be fine. Uh, Petrie's got, well, uh, three after this one. Oof. At six and a quarter. Mm-hmm. And Toffoli's at four, four and, and a, change? Yeah, four yeah. and a half. For the right teams, they would be a benefit, but they're the teams that might want them are the teams that can't afford them. Well, just give us some of your garbage and yeah. your picks. Well, we'll take them. Mm-hmm. We're not giving you much back, but we also have. I mean, the other thing. Sorry, just go back to the senators for a moment. The yeah, senators are doing here's the, the umbrella. The senators are doing this well with a bunch of replacement parts, which ups their value tremendously. So, what are we well, going to be non waiver? What What are we going to get for some of these players? Come deep picks. Defects. But you can trade those around. It's like, okay, well, you want to uh, give... Yeah, you just hold them for yep. rentals for next year yep. or whatever. Or whatever you want. But yeah. you can, you'll can, you certainly up the value 100%, of them. 100%. 100%. I'm all for it. I, I kind of want I kind of want to keep Sanford now. I'm not going to lie. Because before it was just, just Nick Paul, I think I'd keep Sanford. He's, he's, he's another guy who moves up and down the line. Keep him on your Uber squad? If they're going to do that going forward? Oh! <sighs> Third, fourth, <sighs> depending on who is here and how they fit in, the, the, when everybody starts. Well, you have back. to make a decision now. Well, yes. for next year. Yeah, right? otherwise you're, you're just going to trade them. And when you look at how many players are out at the moment, they'll be slotting back in or moving around up hither and yon. It's really when is the trade deadline? It's March coming up. 21st. Yeah, late March. Oh, late March. Okay. Yeah, I blocked out the day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be working from home and looking at the TV right next to my screen. Um. Yeah, two million. That's okay. Well, speaking of Nick Paul, if you were, if you were the general manager or the assistant general manager, mm-hmm. what would you be offering him? Or A conversely, contract. conversely, if you <laughs> thanks tips. <laughs> if you were Nick Paul, what would you be looking for in terms of both money and or term? I don't think Nick Paul has high expectations. Well, I don't think he's looking for five by eight or anything right. like that. 
But would if you were Nick Paul and, and the team came to you and said two million a year for three years or four years? Well, no, that's. I don't think the team should be offering that high. Term in term or in money in money. Well, he's making one point five, one point three, one point three, even money. Like he's a key versatile role player, but a role player. But Pat Maroon just signed for a million dollars. Yeah, million dollar AAV. But the taxes, it's Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> well, different team, different situation. Three time cup champion, Pat Maroon. Very proven valuable in the playoffs. I don't know if Nick Paul's played in the playoffs. Must have. At some Maybe point. not. I don't know. I have hmm. to go back to 20. Right? So, and granted, yes, Maroon might be able to make more elsewhere and stuff like that, but. Nick Paul's not Pat Maroon. No, but yeah. he's a useful piece to this team, and he's proven that that he can play on almost any line, on almost any position this year. Mm-hmm. As, and that there's value in that for sure. And special teams as well. So yeah. I don't really want to go to two. Okay, so I, I, 1.5 by four? Oh. Are you talking about term or dollar? Well, he's talking too. I was, I presumed he was speaking money. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Two mils, my my ceiling. One point nine five. I know that. <laughs> with a with a ten k signing bonus. <laughs> oh no, it's over. Signing bonus on this team? Are you kidding me? But how? Like, how old is he now? Twenty six. Yeah, I could go four or five years. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Okay. I was thinking three, like team wise, three years. I think would be real good. You can probably get him under two at that level. He'll probably, like, for him, if he can finish up his career on this contract, I think he'd be happy. I think he'd like term. Well, that's why I'm, even if it's four years at 1.5. Yeah, four brings you to 30. That's great. And five is even better for him. And if he continues to play well and you're suddenly finding yourself with an excess of parts, he's a player that other teams would find, A, interesting, attractive Mm -hmm. for his abilities and his cap hit. Well, and this is nothing like Florida's got a couple of forwards that they need to trade because the team is too good. Hmm. <laughs> what a problem to have. So, yeah. Well, so that kind of relates, but like my, my only concern with that is it, will Nick Paul get pushed out of your top 12? I don't think he will for a while. I mean, he may be down to the fourth line, but I don't mm-hmm. think he would get pushed out. Because he can play a center or a wing position. He doesn't have to be a yeah. center. Because you still have like Park, Parker Kelly just got called up. Mm-hmm. I think he played yesterday. So you have Parker Kelly, Ridley Greig. Like those types of guys too that are coming. That's if Ridley Greig doesn't get suspended too. Well, I was going to say. Always a risk. They, and they may not start next season up here. They may start next season in Belleville. Yeah. So there's still time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. It's three, four years. I I know Simmer was saying like four years or five years at two and two point four. I'm like, come on. That's you're, Simmer. You're you're doubling his cash. That's Simmer. Yeah. Enough. Um, okay. So other we're getting back to other things going on around the league. Uh, and speaking of people signing a contract, I know you're going to have thoughts on this one. Uh, in our last episode, we were wondering where and when Evander Kane would sign and for how much and how it would affect his. Rather tenuous financial position. So he signed for one year, 1.5 with Edmonton. There's still a tire fire with him there. 
They're just, they're the Montreal of the West, really. Not quite as bad, but they're a mess. Uh, Did they not start winning? I know they started winning with them. Not very. We're having trouble with defense. I know. Let's let's gire, Let's get some more offense. Let's get another score. Well, if we have another score, then we'll be down in their end. We'll just play offense, uh, defense by offense. Yeah. So I think the other, because your question of if he signs in 80s. Canada. No, Mel the cook on Alice. The best defense is a good offense. Mm. Yeah. So if he signs in Canada, I think <clears throat> if he's in collections and stuff, he'll have issues crossing the border into the U.S. Well, he hasn't had issues crossing the border right. into the so, U.S. But, with COVID. <laughs> he finds a way. That's what got him fired. I'm just saying. I think he'll find a way. Yep. One way or the other. No, Calgary's still in it. Well, they're, their problem. There's Sir Calgary. Edmonton's still in it. Yeah. Oh, yes. They had Three a great, they had a fantastic start to the season. Oh, is that what it, okay. Oh, yes. I can't, I can't keep track. Hanging on by their fingernails. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you see the episode, the little incident last night in the end of the uh, Boston yes Pittsburgh game? Mm-hmm. Everybody's favorite weasel. <laughs> Brad Marchand first punches Tristan Jarry in the head, mm-hmm. and then skates away, and then skates back towards him and sticks him in the mask. Yeah, match penalty. Well, he's been offered an in-person hearing. Yes. So that means that means it could be five games or more. And well, it should it, be. It, it He's already be. been suspended this year. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't even remember what he did this year. <laughs> the list is so long. <laughs> uh, I I hope it's more than five. It, personally. It's, it's, it's going to be more than five. I mean, I appreciate him trying to physically distance himself by using his stick length there. But no, it's him. He doesn't instead of licking. Stuff. But mm. Maybe he should have just gone to the Olympics. <laughs> Sucker. Oh. Yeah. Just one of those moments where you sort of go, okay. And other Boston news, uh, Tuka Rask has ended his comeback attempt. Yep. He got his uh, comeback from hip surgery, I believe. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's not working out. He played in four games, but yeah. it's just he not working He was not very out. good. Because no. my honky pole took a beating with him in there. Yeah. Well, well he took a huge dropped. Rask taking him. Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Stop rasking the poor guy. This he's having is a hard your day. third warning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is going back about a week, I think. Uh, there was a town hall oh, in yeah. Chicago. Oh, yes. Where it was fans and media, and the team owner went absolutely off on a reporter asking about Kyle Beach and went off in a big way. None of no, your business. No, 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 no. He did not ask about Kyle Beach. That's no, right. He said, what are, what are you doing now to make sure that this doesn't happen again? And what Effectively, are you doing to yeah. improve? Uh, okay. So we're not going to talk about it. It's all in the report. And, no, no, it's not. It's not in the report. We're not talking about this. And uh, it's over. And, and then like, okay. And then the and then son, they try to pivot it. Like, uh, no. Well, the son was just like, what? Well, the, he was trying to pivot the question to say, like, in, in a good way, like in a sense, like, well, Rocky words, whatever, is being unreasonable with his answer. So he's, he's like, I don't want to talk about anything that happened in the past. Is basically his whiny way of he answered. And then the reporter's like, okay, well, going forward, and then you just balk at that again. And then they pivoted again and try to say, well, season ticket holders are wondering about investing in this team. It's none of your business. And that was kind of the hyper. Yeah. And even his son condensed. tried to approach it, and he shut him down too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Good look on you. Good look on you. Even the city of of Ottawa is able to hire a crisis PR team. (laughs) (laughs) How have you not... Are are you surprised that people are bringing this up? They want to know because it's it's a question on their minds. Do I want to actually support a team that this has happened with? What are you doing about it? Etc. Yeah. So that went really well. That was a... It's amazing that you'd think that reacting like that if is I, going to go well. You know you. they're going to ask that. Yeah. And rea- if and- I'm the league, like you're representing the league, mm-hmm. and you're tarnishing the league is representing the Chicago Blackhawks. But that that's range. that's the problem, right? It should be the other way around, but it's not. Yeah. Messy. Bad. Imagine if Eugene would do something like that. <laughs> well, he kind of has done similar things. Not to that level. Not to that level. Just not. Well, there hasn't been a cover-up like that, but he's reacted <laughs> that poorly in media. But Correct. Not over a situation like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, And the situation is what makes that reaction even worse. Mm-hmm. Even worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not good. Still waiting on that tell-all article to come out. Mm. Hmm. Anything else you want to talk about? Or we could move into, you said we had an email to read? I didn't know. So. We do. Before we go there. Uh, Is there I, bills? I, yeah. Please I, I update missed your credit card number. <laughs> this is your sixth warning. <laughs> Eight more will follow. <laughs> uh, I forgot to bring this up on our last episode. We were, uh, I got a message on Twitter. And the long story short, uh, I'm going to paraphrase their question. Uh, a few episodes, actually you, Cardinal, had mentioned... That you were uh, some frustration with people looking for COVID tests and uh, like demand or it was something along the lines. You're you kind of frustrated with people that are trying to get COVID tests. I don't know if it was in relation oh, to yes. like like these people that are coming and just going to get tested all the time because they want to know, it, or if it was yeah. like the rapid test handout or something. It so, was the rapid test handout, yeah. So I they were kind of, they were kind of. And I don't remember. I remember when you said at the time I wasn't following your train of thought. So I guess I'll just re-ask. What was that frustration? Well, the frustration was that when it was announced that that these rapid tests would be available, everyone was lining up to try and get them right away because I just want to know. I just want to get tested. I just want to know. I just want to know. And my reaction is, well, what makes you think you might be positive? What in your behavior has caused you to, to, I just want to know, rather than these tests being Uh actually for people who think they have a re- like they have a reason to think that they're positive and they're not available for those people because the I just want to know crowd already used them all up. Well, now they're <laughs> not available to anyone. Yeah. Granted, yeah. now they are. Okay. Because you can get them for free. That was my frustration. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember well, the only, figuring the other out thing what your is point was Because there's time. a lot of people that are... Oh, COVID was a problem for such a long time. I'm forgetting all the terms. Asymptomatic. True. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to go see my grandma, I just want to make sure that I'm asymptomatic. So I, I got some if insight suppl- on that. If supply was not an issue, I don't think you'd have a problem. With I that. wouldn't, but I would also be saying, what makes you think you may have caught it? Has your behavior... Oh, freak. Like, it, it seems like an awful every, lot of people... Everyone got it. I, I, I got like, some insight on this, nuts. actually. And having gone through what I did, it's actually been in a positive way. You learn, right? Um, well, first off, it seems like you can catch it by doing being as careful as you want, it's just like sometimes it's just like the luck of the draw. You well, you're in your in own the, home. It's not like you caught it by going out to a restaurant, or right? Something. So, so mm-hmm. the, the, my point is that even the most safest of person could get it. Uh, but here's the big thing that I learned, and again, this is not me being a scientist telling people 
like this is how it is. This is just me observing and going through my experience and 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 then reading a little bit more because I went through it. These rapid tests, the rapid antigen test, they're really only useful in a very short window of time. And usually during that short window of time, you are symptomatic or you have just finished your symptoms. So, for example, I have taken the rapid test before in those kind of scenarios. Like I, I recall uh, I was traveling to Vancouver last year and we were going to record or something. I remember taking them like, oh, good, I'm negative. Not useful in that scenario at all. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, okay. when I came down with symptoms, I was not showing positive for, until the next day. And and some people, it would be like a full 24 hours before they'd show. So the narrow, it's a narrow band of when you can actually test positive. So the rap, so long story short, these rapid tests that people are clamoring and thinking, and they're really only good is like, if you're at home, you're like, oh my goodness, I got symptoms. I wonder if it's it. And you, you might not even get it on the first try, but then that's where the usefulness is not in the, well, I feel fine. I want to go visit my family. And it, it's just a waste at that point. All the more reason for the way I was feeling, but yeah. that's, that's actually really handy to know. I didn't. The molecular test though, they can detect before you're symptomatic and a long time after, potentially a long time after. Now, is that a PCR? The PCR is a molecular okay. one. Yeah. But everyone says PCR, but there's actually a whole slew of them. Slew of them? Okay. But yeah. Like that was a, the one I went for. Two summers ago, yeah, like though the, that's oh. that's why if you had one of those before you so went two to two summers ago, COVID was visit family. Like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and even when I went for that, there was somebody in line in front of me that, and that was in July uh, of twenty twenty, when this all started in March twenty twenty. So July twenty twenty, I'm in line for one because I did have a risk of exposure yep. back then, mm-hmm. and the person in front of me that was the fourth time they had gone. Yeah, people were because they were, I, in my words, they're a hypochondriac. They just like to have a clean I, nose. I, I, no, I just, I just need to know. Like, I mean, I come here every week because I just Boy, need to know. Shaming. You're going to have a bleeding brain at that rate. But all right, go yeah. ahead. That's my source of frustration. So that's yeah, that's well, that's to dumb too because now we can't even get those anymore. Nope. And in fact, well, because of situations like that, right. that's why. Oh, it would have been nuts. And like, for example as what's happened here in Ontario is uh, the, the regular Joe Blow can't go get a PCR even after they're symptomatic and even after they've tested positive on a rapid test and they know they've got it uh, and they want to confirm with a more accurate, right? Uh, you, you don't automatically can't get access to a test. You might in certain, but remember they're limiting who can get those. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I have no problem with this because it makes sense because it's not mandatory for me, but I actually did go get a molecular test. Well, I did a, an at-home one, but it was $150 to pay for in the purposely so I could get an, a positive test. And that's exclusively so I can travel. Because if I run into any trouble, I can say, look, I was positive here. That's why this test is still showing it. Here's my doctor's note. Here's the positive test. I got documented proof that this is what I had. It's not right now, folks. It's because it will, <laughs> it can stay in your system for a long time. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. You can, you can, you may not, but you can continue. Like, I don't know. I will know soon. Uh, if I, <laughs> if I continued, it's possible I could continue to test positive, even though I'm fully recovered for up to like three months. Oh, okay. Or more. <laughs> like it's one of these weird things. So important to know. Thank you. So if you're traveling and, and you've already recovered from it, and you got a doctor's note and you got a proof that you had it, then it's very helpful to cover your butt. True. That's True. what that's what Pan's referring to, the, the God note. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. And well, what are you doing with your God note? Traveling. 
That's fair enough. I'm I'm traveling <laughs> right into the eye of the storm. <laughs> I, I, no, I think it moved past them now. They're they're oh, it's, but there might be a new one. That's because exactly. everybody's already gone. Now. Exactly, the new one will fester there first. That's right. Um, I'm going traveling too, but I'm just going away up to the cottage for yeah. a while. I can't oh, wait. Man. It'll be quiet. It will be peaceful, and it will be away from all the stupidity of downtown. Yeah, I'm still in deep for a couple of weeks. Bruce just texted texted me. Mm-hmm. Um, Vinny LeCavalier has been or will be named as assistant GM in Montreal. Wow. So all the old Tampa Bay Lightning. This is reverse. Um, oh, not Winterhawk. What am I thinking? I'm so out of it. Snowbirds. Oh. When you go from Quebec to Florida and then going from Florida to Quebec. Oh, I see what your analogy is. Okay, now I understand. I'm like. The four thirty, the four thirty first air demonstration <laughs> squadron. I don't understand what you're talking about, but okay. Snowbirds. Um, we you're, we do have an email from um, from Stephen. I yes. just do you want to read it? I read one last week, or I can read it if you wish. Uh, you get up there, go for it. Okay, I got it. This is from Stephen. Sudden death overtime rules. I grind my gears about NFL overtime last night. Oh, <laughs> and it worked out at the end, too. Just listening to your rants about overtime rules in various sports. I thought it might interest you to learn about what the Independent Baseball Frontier League, the league in which the Ottawa Titans will be playing, is introducing for extra innings. And there's a link, which fortunately is summarized underneath. Thank you, Stephen. The short version. If, after 10 innings, there is no winner, the 11th inning will be sudden death format. The offensive team has three outs to score... A runner starting on first base. If they get the run in, they win. If the defensive team instead gets three outs and the runner doesn't score, the defensive team wins. There is just a top of the 11th, no bottom. Crazy. But it will definitely help avoid pitchers getting overworked in a smaller league. That's a good point. That's a good point. Regular season only. And defense wins right? championships. It uh, doesn't say. It's got to be. I would like, think I, so. I, I, Defense wins championships. So if you if you're up to bat... And you score, you win. If you're up to bat and you don't score, then the other team wins. Yeah. I, I, Interesting. I for something it, like it, that during regular season, defense. fine. Yeah, but yeah. not playoff. Not, no. not like a one-game playoff. Well, that's the reason that the NHL does away with overtime, with uh, three-on-three overtime and shootouts in the playoffs. Yeah. For the right reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes for great hockey. I, I, I really wonder if the NFL does it for TV time. They would because love Because you start and stop. They, no, because you've got your like, especially playoffs. You've got your three game. Sorry, you got your three games a day, right? Or so the two. game ends, and, and the then next the next one starts. There's that. You There's also one of the other things that's been brought forward for the NFL reasoning is um, injury. The longer they play, the more tired for they sure. are, the more likely they are to get injured. And injuries in the NFL aren't <laughs> small. No, <laughs> it's not a tum tum ouchie. <laughs> 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 Tum Tum Ouchies is the best. <laughs> I like that one. I, I remember it the other day. I used it on somebody I have else. too much popcorn. You have too much popcorn? Or ice oh, cream? Oh, yeah. Tum Tum. Oh, no, that's there. just no sleep. Oh. <laughs> just wide awake. Hmm. All right. That was one email. Do we have anything else? I don't think no. so. You ready? Yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? I can only imagine, Colonel. <sighs> Let's bookend well, this thing. Two things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to that one second. The 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 what I wrote this one down first before all the stupidity downtown started. So I'm really getting sick of ads on TV or radio that include a phrase something along the lines of "Oh, your your safety is our priority, so all our employees are vaccinated." I'm like that has <laughs> nothing to do with safety. <laughs> well, well, that was the message when it, that's, when it first came out. Well, okay. 
Safety is their behavior as well as being double vaccinated. But double vaccinated doesn't mean it means you won't they won't be hospitalized, but it doesn't mean they won't be transmitting it into your house or whatever it is they're, they're doing for you. Yeah. Poor, poor phraseology of nothing else. But what really grinds my gears, big surprise, is the um, trucker lewd. Dumb fucks. Trucker lewd. <laughs> the term for that one's chuckle fucks, by the way. Okay. Chuckle well, fucks is a great term. No, I would actually say um, the terrorist hostage taking in downtown Ottawa. yes 100 percent. um because this is a hostage taking you are holding the city and its residents for ransom and if it's a group of people doing this on an airliner saying we want 10 million dollars and we won't let anybody off the plane until you get it that's a hostage taking mm-hmm. and Which we normally refer to, we normally term people who do these things because you mm-hmm. are terrorizing people terrorists and that's what this is. That's what this is. And I've taken some heat from a few people for terming it that way. And to be completely honest, I simply turn to them and say, where do you live? Well, I live in Orleans or I live in Gloucester. Or I live in Barney. I said, cool. No idea. Then we are going to move that convoy to your neighborhood. We're going to block all your streets. Yeah. We're going to have people piss and crap all over your lawn. We're going to have and horns you're going, afraid of leaving your house. We're going to have horns going twenty four seven, and you will be scared to leave because these people are not friendly. Mm-hmm. All the media accounts and all the people going up. Oh, it's a great time! I'm having a great party. Horse crap. Well, there might be some of that, but there's I'm, some of the other too, right? I'm, I'm sure the people who were coming in from the suburbs for the big party last Saturday night in downtown were having a great time. Yeah. Unfortunately, those of us who live there aren't. This is my home. This is where I live. This isn't, I mean, quite honestly, it seemed like July 1st, last Saturday. Everyone's downtown. Everyone's having a great time. It's a big party. Woohoo. Except unlike July 1st, everybody doesn't clear out after the fireworks at 11 o'clock at night and the city has a plan to clean everything up. So it looks great the next morning. Mm -hmm. It just looks worse and worse every day. And it's absurd that this is happening. It's a difficult position for a great number of sides to try and find a fix to this because the people who are doing it don't want a fix. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is they don't want a fix. They want the power of getting what they want. And even if they get what they want, I'm not convinced they're going to leave till they get other things that they suddenly make demands on. Why would you? Exactly. This is working. And that's the thing. If if they give in, then, well, what happens when they all want pizza Friday? They're all going to come back. There's a reason. They or they decide that they want a government out. Or they decide they want they don't want uh, speeding limits anymore. Or they don't want gun control anymore. Or yeah. they want this, that, or the other thing. If you prove that it works, it will continue to be used. Yes. And as I said earlier, I've lived in downtown for nigh on 30 years. I've been through a lot of different protests. This is not a protest. No. Nope. It's not. It's a hostage taking. And... For people who, there may be people who are listening who are disagreeing with me, that's fine. I don't care. You're not living through it. You may like the results of what this is supposed to be trying to do, but you're not living through the bullshit that everybody who lives in downtown or works in downtown or has to travel through downtown has to deal with daily because of this. Look at the organizers of this thing, too. Yeah. And the people who are participating in it. For a. a, Well, they're. They're a, zombies. They're zombies. They're, they're but the organizers some, are professional grifters. And troublemakers. And troublemakers. And anarchists. Yep. 
They love it's what got, they're doing because they they're looking for a fight. They don't care about your rights. Nope. They they care about what they want and what they it's can get. expressed. Yeah. They, I don't even think they care about what they want. They want the attention. They want your money. Well, that and too. And you gave them $10 million. Yep. So, yeah, that kind of grinds my gears. Uh, just a little. Just a little. Mine are the people with the what whataboutisms. It's like, well, there's other protests that have gone bad. Yeah. No. It's not a protest. My whole thing, in regards to my views on LGBT, everything else, uh, minorities, um, First Nations, do what you want as long as you're not hurting somebody else. And the BLM protests or anything the First Nations do, which really it's their land, um, they don't hurt anyone. And when you're being a hypocrite and you're saying that we want everything open, but now all these people have to close their businesses exactly. and stay home. Yeah. And well, not only and do we want strategically everything... choosing the time as to when these things are going to happen. And you... it was the first day that Ontario was coming out of this last uh, uh, restriction or lockdown, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Well, they just want everything advanced now. Now, the other thing that they've been saying is, well, we'll open everything up, and if you're scared, if you're scared stay home. Okay. Well, let's turn that one on its head for just a second. Yeah. There are going to be an awful lot. If, if, if everything suddenly was no restriction, there would be a phenomenal number of people going, I'm not going to work. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to have to deal with idiots like you. Well, shit, we saw it at the hockey games, right? Yeah. That, that, it was 100% capacity. Yeah. Allowed. No one was going. And, well, if people start... It was because well, I have to wear a mask. Think of it this way. Yeah. If a ton of people start staying home, all these truckers with their freedom, oh, well, there's nothing in the grocery store because the loading docks at the uh, transfer station are closed because there's not enough people to work there. Mm-hmm. So you're going to take your truck there with no load. And you're going to have no load to pick up and nobody to unload you because they're staying home. Because they're afraid of the work environment that you just created with your getting everything the way you wanted it. And there's nothing in grocery stores and restaurants aren't open because they can't get supplies and they can't get staff who want to work with people like you coming in. Congratulations. You just shut down the province. That's a logical conclusion. Ridiculous. Absolutely. Or you collapse the healthcare system. Whichever gets sick. You do both. You do both. Hey, but anarchists like that sort of thing. So it's just Libertarianism never works. Yeah. Um, Absurd. Sorry. And And who who are you... Especially like, well, the government or their businesses were shut down for two years. I'm like, who are you to choose? So, in other words, are you are you going to pay them? Are you going to pay all these people CERB for the two thousand dollars a month? No. I wonder how many of these people collected CERB. <laughs> so, or still are. Yeah. And the sea below, and you you got twenty grand. Forgiven. Hmm. Anyway. Enough on that. You had you had some weird abbreviation for yours or initial that was in, initialism. No, was, was that yours? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. ACAB. Yeah. Well, this will probably know what that is. But I our, our police chief is just terrible. He doesn't know what his rules are. All the times, like, well, we can't really. An occupation isn't really illegal. Really? You use the word occupation. The mayor called it an insurrection. Get your act together. Well, this is out of our purview. This is actually on the province. We need more support. And then Doug Ford's like, you have this. This is 
yours. This is your responsibility. Oh, okay, we'll do it. He does. He he doesn't know the rules. So, well, I've never dealt with this before. Okay, not too many have. No, no, but that's a lie. That's a lie. Ottawa's never seen this, and if there's a, well, I've never experienced this, so I don't know. What the fuck are you doing being the police chief? Because these things, you have to be. This is like crisis control management. We've seen this before in places. You know what it is. He was in Toronto. Toronto had multiple Occupy movements, and they had a big problem with the G20, G20 or G8. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He was there. He wasn't the one in charge, but he was there. Shut up. I don't know what I'm doing. Not my fault. Quit. Mm. This is so hockey related. But I sorry. cannot wait. This, this is my airing of grievances, <laughs> and I, I apologize to the listeners don't. if we've been going on and on about this, but yeah, it's been I hell. cannot wait for the next mayor, and I hope they get rid of him. Uh, isn't he retiring? Um, the police oh, chief. Oh, the police chief. He's right. terrible. Hmm. And all he's going to ask for is more money. Of course. Well, on that bombshell. Ridiculous. Um, Could I, do you have one? <laughs> I don't this week. Okay. We, <laughs> we don't. God mode. We don't. <laughs> I've got my get out of jail free card. I can just go downtown and honk my horn too. <laughs> I don't even believe in this, but I can. God mode. Uh, we have a couple of us being on vacation for yeah, the next little while, while, so it may be a while before we're back. Probably. Uh, this one was only two weeks, so we've done fairly <laughs> well. I'll uh, we'll be back in two weeks. We'll be back in about two weeks. Um, I, by the draft. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I'll see you the draft. It'll have to be at least two and a half weeks because um, I will be on vacation and uh, blessedly so. So I hope your vacation, Canuck, goes uh, smoothly and you enjoy your time away. I'm really hoping to enjoy mine um, because I think we all need a little break from things, especially around here right about now. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll be back, uh, I don't know, <laughs> after about another 15 games at the way this team is playing games right now. <laughs> I'll just do the spreadsheet. It'll yeah. be fine. We'll have lots to talk about without question because there's there'll have been a whole lot going on. So, um, until then, uh, on behalf of Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you for listening to our airing of grievances. I hope it hasn't been too arduous. We'll be back with hopefully more Senators' good news to talk about and maybe good news for the rest of the world as well. Until then, good night.